You're listening to Corpline here on QWRPFM. Corpline this week is brought to you by Panama Panic Ben in a Hammock, a racing new twist on the gold standard in men's undergarments. Panama Panic Ben in a Hammock, the materials are organic. Innsburg, it's Quarpline. Thank you for joining us. Big G Money here with A Train. How's it going, Alex? Frog blast the vent core. If you have to, just keep a plunger with you at all times. Oh, so you're an old hand at this too. It's all part of home ownership, Alex. Hopefully, everyone out there is having an equally productive day here in scenic Innsburg. You'll find it in the dictionary between moist and overcast. Gross. What's on the docket today? The news. The Chuffield Hydrangea Bombs and the Lesser Miami Jezebrals are having an exhibition roller derby jam at the Innsburg Memorial Arena next week. Oh, is the league thinking of adding an Innsburg team? No, the Girl Scouts invited them to get ideas. That seems bad. Yeah, I wouldn't sit in the first five rows. Speaking of children's activities, a reminder that registration is almost over for a summer sleepaway camp at Camp Melanoma over by Lake Indian name. I've signed that paperwork three times. It's Lake Anesh. Someone is doing this on purpose. If your child is too anxious for a sleepaway camp, Camp Melanoma also offers a series of day camps over the course of the summer, including one starting next week where the children will build dugout canoes. That sounds like a fun team activity. No, each child makes their own canoe. It's a it's a nine-week course. Well, it's important to learn a trade, I guess. You're not wrong, Alex. And speaking of carving out a meager existence, our next guest is the big winner of the Geyser Watch betting pool. As everyone, or at least everyone downwind of Old Blowy, knows by now, the Geyser has been erupting constantly since its initial expression, and only one man had the million-to-one odds bet that the town hall was offering on that result. And he's here in the studio with us. Well, hey there, Graham and Alex. Welcome back to the show, local entrepreneur and dryness enthusiast, Ball Hinkley. I was wondering why it smelled so dusty in here. Oh, you're detecting my powders. It's so moist and overcast today. So, Ball, why why did you bet the million-to-one odds that Old Blowy would begin erupting constantly and ceaselessly? In my line of business, sulfur's a cash crop. Those are pretty impressive odds you beat, Ball. Uh, how much did you actually win? I feel a little uncomfortable talking about all my money. That is literally why you are here. But you know, I put in my initial bet at $38. You'd think I'd end up with $38 million, but the town hall didn't have that many entries, so this year I made $627 at 18 cents. Wow. What are you going to spend it on? Well, there ain't much in the market you can buy for 18 cents, and I gotta save $38 for next year. But on the upside, I don't have to pay taxes for the next six years. Yes, you do. That don't make no sense, Alex. The town hall's in arrears to me. What? No, the town hall is in arrears to you, not the town hall. <sighs> well, I guess I have to pay taxes, but at least I own a bar and a pool hall. I should take bets. Oh, I got it, Alex. I'll give you four to one odds on Richter's traffic report today. Hard pass. Graham? Nope. Gus? Edith? I like to live dangerously, but I can't accept those odds. Michael? No, thank you, Mr. Hinkley. Huh, being a book is hotter than I thought. What about you, Richter? Thank you, but no thank you, Ball. That would be a conflict of interest. How the hell did Ball just throw to Richter? Gus! Thank you.
Thank you, Gus! You caught me mid-flight, but I think I can give a decent report as things stand. Maybe I should have taken that bat. How do things look out there, Richter? Well, Graham, we're two into the flight, but the last three seem like they're going to be a bit hazy. Huh? Oh, you lost me, Richter! Craft Brewing Ball! I am in the middle of a flight of some of Innsberg's finest craft IPAs. Richter, why can I still hear the helicopter? Oh, no, 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 no. Have no fear, Alex. I'm not nearly that reckless. I always grab a designated pilot when I go up drinking. Whee! I can see my friend Susie's house from here. No, 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 yes, no. Yes, yes, yes. Craft brewing is really taking off here in Innsberg. And who better to review it than the man who is your only helicopter pilot? I've forgotten my own name! No, 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 no. I didn't realize you were such a lightweight, Richter. The effects of alcohol are more pronounced at a greater altitude, Graham. I'm surprised a man in your position wouldn't be aware of that. Now oh, you learn something new every day! Joy, I need you to be very brave right now. Oh, and tell me how Travis will get out by the talc barn! That's okay, Alex! I'm working on my helicopter pilot's bed for the Berg Scouts. Also, Ball, traffic is really backed up on Highway 3 because of the Mason Street construction, so I think you should use the Shaughnessy off-rip and go through Raster Heights. Maybe y'all should have taken that bed after all. I'm a natural this book and stuff. If she lives, we're giving her an internship the minute she turns 19. That's fine with me, Alex. Just keep her off the traffic and the beer beat. Those are mine. Back to you, Ball! Alright, I'm out of here. I gotta go hose down the talc barn and then dry it out. I got a new brick of sulfur coming in. I gotta make some room for it. Why do you have a sulfur brick? Oblo has been real productive this year. Later, gents! Bye? Did we actually get an interview? We asked at least one question, which I think qualifies. And if nothing else, we all had a very authentic Ball experience. He's a well-rounded character. Why is everyone in the studio today? It's too cold in the rest of the building. The AC's going nuts, Graham. Well, since you're both here, I guess it's time for the arts with Edith Slump. Uh, Michael, just uh, brush all the powder off that chair and take a seat. Hmm, that's Ray Romano. Hello, Graham. Hello, Alex. I spent a thrilling afternoon yesterday with local textile artist Glenda Drapp, and I visited her backyard studio in Frampton Downs. And? And it was an incredible experience. Roll the tape, Gus. I'm stepping through a beautiful garden of local artist Glenda Drapp. You can hear the songs of birds and the buzz of bees and a delicate twinkle of wind chimes. There's a soft scent of wild rose in the air from the farmer's field behind the drap household. And overall, it is a beautiful and natural and inspiring place to bring textile arts to life. Now I'm entering the studio. My foot crosses the threshold into a place of pure creativity. Hello, I'm Glenda Trapp, textile artisan in Innsberg. This piece on the wall here has such incredible hand feel. I'm glad you noticed, Edith. Those were woven from strands that I captured from wild alpaca during a trip I took to the Himalayas. That's amazing. 
the patterns bring to mind a playful spring rain shower. My thoughts exactly on that matter. Why, it almost seemed that I was putting the threads through the shackard loom that the pitter-patter of its machinery clicking back and forth said to me that it's a spring shower inside my studio. It's truly breathtaking, and that piece on the far wall between the other two pieces and above the short one that has such vibrant color. That one's part of a triptych. Let me get the other pieces. There. Oh, I see it now. These really do have to be appreciated together. This is good radio. Are you shelling peanuts? Pistachios, actually. Great, so now we have powder and pistachio shells on the floor. If you leave the studio door open, my Roomba will take care of it tonight. And I've created every one of these pieces using my trusty antique jacquard loom. I've made many modifications to it over the years. Mm, I can see that. That arm over there, that does not look original. I've replaced the punch card system with a 10 key. And I've replaced the manual power with geothermal energy so that it could theoretically run forever. Do you find that the humidity wilts your felts at all? Only occasionally on overcast days, but that's why I have the dehumidifier. Can you explain that medium-sized piece? Which one? The one on the left. Oh, well, that one I'd like to leave open to interpretation. But the one on the right is truly the interesting one. That one was created on its own. Sorry, what? One morning after I awoke, I walked into the studio, and there it was. Just coming out of the machine. So you didn't program anything to create the weaving then? Not at all. The algorithm sprung forth spontaneously, and it hasn't stopped since. What a fascinating and visually striking piece it is to be a unique creation like that. Is the piece currently coming off the loom the same? This is the third iteration of this particular program. Why, each version is more refined than the last. There's some writing on this piece. Die, humans, die. Oh, yes, it surely is trying to communicate with us, but we may never know its true intentions. Well, thank you very much, Glenda, for inviting us into your studio. Such a feast for the eyes. And now, back to me. Thank you, me. Any questions, Graham? Is that loom Turing complete? I'm not sure, but apparently somebody from DARPA is coming by next week. So what you're saying is, we got a scoop. I wish you wouldn't sully my arts reporting with your frantic news hounding, Graham. And uh, speaking of great radio, Alex, wake up. It's like a nasty... Hmm. What? We go now to summer intern Derek. Snore. Who is on location with Bertha Burpwinter, who's going to tell us about some of Innsberg's historic cellars. How's it going? Derek. Hi, Graham. Hi, Alex. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the wrong number. Yeah, who was that? I don't know. I must have transposed two numbers. Let me try again. Graham, Alex, you hung up on me. I... Is Derek there? What are you talking about? It's me, Derek. I... No, it's it's not. You you don't even sound a little like Derek. You aren't even trying, dude. Come on, guys. We talk every day. Yeah, right. If you're Derek, tell me what Gus's new tattoo says. I don't know. I can't read Japanese. Ooh, 
Uh, okay, possible Derek. How many nipples does Michael O'Leary have? The answer, gentle listener, may surprise you. Oh, come on, everybody knows that. He won the contest. Okay, how about this? What does the poster in the recording studio say? That's a dirty trick. You know I can't say those eight words on radio. Ah, it's Derek! What happened? What's wrong with your voice? I'm sorry, guys. I came down with a sore throat, and I know this has ruined my voice for radio forever. Yeah, don't give up on your dreams just yet, Derek. Wait, why am I saying that? Is that why we haven't seen you around the station recently? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's contagious, actually. I didn't want to get everyone sick. How are you so sure it's contagious? Well, like, I went down to the Wieners are the other day and said hi to false Dimitri, and then her face got really red and she ran in the back. Uh... Yeah, the same thing happened when I was talking to the barista at the Angry Civet. I told her she had nice hair and she put her hand over her chest and looked like she was going to faint. Um... And then I was down at Dragon's Landing for Friday Night Pogs, and I brushed against Lance's hand when he made a move, which is a real faux pas, but he started sweating and then in it was fine. Wow. Yeah, Lance's girlfriend gave me a real dirty eye. I think she's mad at me for getting him sick. Derek, what's that that girl you like? Uh, Kelsey, have have you seen her at all recently? Oh, I don't want to go anywhere near her. I don't want to get her sick, too. I had to hide in the basement last night for three hours because she invited herself over and wouldn't go away. Should we call his mom? Why? Well, somebody has to explain this to him, and it's not going to be us. Wait, guys, you know what's wrong with me? Well, I... I wouldn't say that I know what's wrong with you. Oh my god, I gotta call off this interview. Bertha's so old and frail, she might die of a heart attack. With a smile ear to ear. Oh no, are those sirens? That must be an ambulance coming to pick me up. I'm patient zero. I gotta get underground and hide. You're already in one of Innsburg's historic cellars, Derek. Where do you go when you're already underground? I can hear them coming inside. Gotta go. Bye. Well, I'm sure that will all go fine. Wait, why were there sirens? I legit don't know, but that takes us up to the break. So when we come back, Innsburg Water and Power is excavating Mason Street between Pipesman Lane and Oddfellow Terrace to clear a fatberg from the sewage lines. Spokesman Dan Teasdale is imploring everyone in Little Belgium to avoid flushing anything particularly unctuous like bacon grease, motor oil, modeling clay, sardine carcasses, or both separate halves of five-minute epoxy for some reason, and instead take that to the recycling center. Yeah, you can't just flush one half of the epoxy down your drain and the other half down your neighbor's drain. It goes to the same place. And I've just been handed this bulletin. Kendra Tiltington at the Innsburg Recycling Center is begging people not to listen to Innsburg Water and Power to quote the release, Stop, 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 please stop. We don't want your sardines and epoxy either. Dear God, please stop. At least I can still drop off my drum of bacon grease. Oh yeah, you're still here. Uh, well, stick around, everybody. We're Corpline after this. You're listening to Corpline here on QWRPFM. Thanks again to our sponsor, Panama Panic Banana Hammock, a recent new twist on its gold standard in men's undergarments. Panama Panic Banana Hammock, your impact will be volcanic. <laughs> 